Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Time now for the College Football Inquirer with Dan Wetzel. I mean, look, half the reason I became a sports writer because I was at the John Chaney, John Calipari fight. I thought, if this is what they do every game, I want to cover this. <laughs> with SI's Pat Forty. So I personally think that Juwan Howard is fortunate he still has his job and it's fortunate he's going to get to coach during the postseason here. Here's Pat and Dan. I right, welcome to the pod and let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> How was that? Not bad, right? That was pretty good. I got to say. pretty good. You know what? Especially Michael Buffer's old enough now. You could probably just slide right in. You could take his spot. I've met Michael Buffer. Uh, I know his yeah. brother better. I think his brother is, even, is a much better for the, for the UFC. He calls the UFC. I mean, just incredible passion. Half-brother. Family business is calling fights. But anyway, uh, Michael Buffer's made a fortune off of that phrase. Just incredible. Anyway, uh, obviously, we are talking about the most exciting thing to happen in the college basketball season so far. <laughs> at the post game, Jawan Howard, Greg Gard, really Joe Krabenhoft, Wisconsin assistant, uh, in there too. Players fighting, everything going down. It was, it was, it was phenomenal as far as I'm concerned. Many people are saying it marred the game. Many people are saying it is the end of civilization. Many people are saying everything's ruined. We need to cancel hat, hat, uh, handshake lines. There's disgust and disgrace being expressed. I am not that person. No, we know you're not. My favorite hockey player is finishing up a six-game suspension for sucker punching a, a goalie when he wasn't looking and then hitting him in the face with a stick. And I thought the six games was a little too much, personally. So I'm not going to sit here in one thing and go, look, this is a two-minute minor in hockey. That said, <laughs> this is college basketball. I can't be fighting in the damn I don't even think it would be a two-minute minor. The rest would skate in there, break it up, and tell yeah, them to play it's on, a little right? Face, yeah, it's a little face wash. Like, uh, it's just, I mean, it was open-hand slap. It was a little scrum. No, I mean, there were fists thrown. It, it got out of hand. It should not happen, I'm joking. But I thought it was exciting. Everyone's talking about the Wisconsin-Michigan game. I uh, I was not watching and immediately got a text from somebody that said, did Juwan Howard just get fired? I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I saw, I was like, oh, oh, wow. Yeah, that was a, uh, a rather strong escalation of things. And I think you broke the news, Dan, on uh, Tuesday night of what the, or is it Monday? No, it's Monday night. of uh, Sources. Juwan- <laughs> there we go. It's Take back. that, Pete. Take that. <laughs> Sources say Juwan Howard gone rest of the regular season, right? He has been suspended for the rest of the regular season. Five games. I knew he was not going to coach at home again. 
you, the last thing they want is him walking out to cheering audience, right? Right. Yeah, just right. ramping them up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so they had yeah, four then straight you, home Then you games. got the full WWE heel turn. So Yes. Uh, he, he will be able to coach the... Uh, the Big Ten tournament unless there's some other incident or something else comes up. But uh, I don't know. I felt uh, as a as a punishment. I, you, why don't you give me your general thoughts, Pat? Then I'll go to the tail of the tape because I have looked. You'd be surprised. I spent a lot of time looking at the fight. I, I am not surprised. But yeah. uh, I, I, I will anxiously look forward to hearing that. Uh, Jawan Howard's lucky. He is lucky. He is still has his job and he's lucky he's going to be able to coach again this season. Uh, he's lucky that he's only going to miss five games. Because that's so far out of bounds for what a college basketball coach should be doing uh, or what I've really ever seen one do <clears throat> during a postgame handshake line. Uh, but he has a he has a sideline comportment problem. This is a recurring theme with Jawan Howard. This took it to a different extreme, but he, this is also the guy that got thrown out of a game. His team was winning in the Big Ten tournament last year against Maryland for going after Mark Turgeon. Going across midcourt, his assistants all having to push him back to stop him from physically accosting Mark Turgeon. Last year on February 4th, I was at the game when Michigan played Ohio State in Columbus and a, an Ohio State player got hurt, asked for a timeout. He like got poked in the eye. Howard stormed all the way out to the center jump circle to complain about that. It's like, wait a minute. Why? That guy just got poked in the eye and you're all of a sudden going to turn this into that? So Chris Holtman went out to the center jump circle and they were yelling at each other. It eventually de-escalated from there, but that was a chance for something to get really crazy. He's been injected recently. Uh, he's gotten teased. He walked onto the court to get to grab a loose ball last week. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what? Still, still Somebody remind him what his role is and where it's supposed to be. Okay? It's like he is he needs a, a, a little bit of work on on what exactly is happening and what he can and can't do during a game. So I personally think that Juwan Howard is fortunate he still has his job and it's fortunate he's going to get to coach during the postseason here. He's got some time to work on that. He does. He's got some time to work on that. And I think that the history is is relevant, right? The, the Turgeon fight, and it wasn't a fight, that was more what you normally see, right? Guys yelling at each other and all that. My issue with him on that one was his answer on why he did it. And his, he was, quote, he claimed, uh, you know, he's getting charged at. I was raised by my grandmother, but also by Chicago. When you when a guy's charged you, it's time to defend yourself. Uh, fair enough. OK. However, uh, that is a great lesson for his grandmother to teach him to survive uh, a tough upbringing in the streets of Chicago and the playgrounds. It, it, pretty much every parent tells their kid to stand up, for defend yourself on the play, whatever it is. Right. You may be raised by Chicago, but you're employed by Ann Arbor. <laughs> yeah right so it's like you kind of got to just adjust the like you can you just walk away get paid a lot of money well and if like, the five foot ten coach from the other side is coming at you like yeah so what yeah <laughs> you're, what's you're, he gonna do he's not gonna hit you i'm pretty sure so that is a problem he, he needs to to work on that uh otherwise though i mean so there, there's no excuse for juan howard to be swinging to uh, you know, we don't know what Joe Krabenhoff said. Uh, we don't. What, that, that is the missing piece that. in all of this. That's the missing piece. But still, you can't be swinging. And here, here's why he's lucky. This is how he's lucky. Players started throwing punches. That could have escalated beyond belief. Absolutely. Someone could have gotten injured. Uh, players are probably going to get suspended. We don't know. It's maybe already out or not. 
your season, like it, a, a lot of bad things could happen. Uh, we remember the malice of the pal, like anything yeah. can happen out there. You do not need someone getting injured because of this. So you never want to throw that punch. You're the head coach. Players are going to respond, follow. You're not a player anymore. So all of that, I, I'm not excusing it. However, two Michigan players explicitly followed his lead and threw punches. Right. So not good. Not good. However, like, you know, Wisconsin, great guard. You know, okay, all right. So I, I watched the whole film. I've, I've broken this thing down. Zapruder, here we go. Back and to the left. Grassy Knoll. <laughs> it's a shadowy right. figure. Yes. So Howard is pressed. They're down like 19 or something, 15, uh, whatever it was. Howard is pressing late in the game. Guard puts in his reserves, you know, 10-second clock to get across the line. Guard calls timeout. Now, Howard probably shouldn't be having his guys press. Guard calls timeout. Howard gets very angry about it, whatever. This is this, So this is the thing. I will say this. Howard tried to do the right thing. He took tried to take an extra minute to, or a couple seconds to get a breather before he went through the handshake line. He tried to just blow by Greg Guard. And he said something like, I, I've heard, I mean, you can hear it on some of the things he said. I'm, I, you know, I'll, I'll remember this. And he said he did that. Guard decides this is the time to explain the situation. And he stops him and, and puts his hands on him. Juwan Howard not need to, was not in any danger. Did no. not need to, to defend no. himself. His safety was not in jeopardy, as he This is it. a little much. But don't put your hands on me. Yep. This is not the time to have a nuanced conversation about, <laughs> well, the, geez, uh, Coach Howard, I was just trying to yeah. do the time clock, right? Like, no, let him go by. And Greg Gard was looking for a confrontation. He was looking for a confrontation, and he got one. And then they all screamed at each other. But that got split up. And all Howard kept saying is, don't put your hands on me. And then everyone's crowded in there. And then, you know, the assistant comes over. And 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 that's what got where Howard got mad. He didn't punch Greg Gard. No. And so it's like, if you're the assistant coach at Wisconsin, how, what are you doing? You're not settling anything down. You're revving it up. Yeah. Uh, you know what? There's people in between them. And actually, Juwan made wait until there were people in between him before he threw the punch. Well, that and let me tell you what. Krabenhoff is lucky at that. Yeah. You do not want to fight Jawan Howard. No, you don't. And he's 6'7. Yeah, yeah. Kravitoff's a pretty big guy. So maybe I, I just, what is he doing? There, there was some Wisconsin blame here. I'm not giving well, it I, all on Howard. Absolutely. Look, I'd suspend Greg Gard for a game or two. I would start with that because he was the, he started the interaction. Okay. He did. So I, I am not saying Wisconsin is blameless there, but I, I'm not here to make excuses for Jawan Howard. No, so Howard's gone five. Yeah, give those guys one and two games each. Mm -hmm. I'd be yeah. fine with that. I don't. I mean, I don't really care. At the end of the day, you cannot throw a, a slap or whatever you want to do. If Howard really wanted to get a hold of him, he was going to get a hold of him. Yeah, you know. So it wasn't a, a full on fight, but you have to understand that you can't. I mean, you, your your players are going to respond to you. There's just all sorts of different. Yeah. There's a million and that, things. And yeah, I mean, the Michigan players went after it, and one Wisconsin player threw a punch, too. And here's the thing. All right, Musa Diabate, the very talented freshman, was who was one of the ones throwing punches and probably one of the ones suspended, uh, he had to be restrained in the Rutgers handshake line. Like, had three or four of his teammates pulling him all the way back, and he was still trying to get away from them and go after somebody. Now, maybe he was provoked. I don't know. But again, where's the decorum here? And who's setting the tone for what the decorum is going to be? By the way, also, Juwan Howard took issue with the timeout, which, okay, I, that's fine. Although I'm not big on unwritten rules of, you know, you can't call timeout or whatever. 
Howard called a timeout in the last minute against Indiana with a 16-point lead. And Howard called a timeout late against Purdue when they were winning by about a thousand points. Every so coach has Ohio probably State pulled too? this move, right? Yeah. How many? I would say ninety percent of the college basketball coaches out there pulled that. Yeah, they have. They're very like, sensitive too. They're very sensitive. Oh, very people. sensitive, and that's why that's where the unwritten rules get so stupid. It's like you know what that. And I said, PJ Fleck, I liked it. Okay, Kirk Ferentz called three timeouts at the end of the game, the football game, when I was winning, was winning thirty-five to nothing. Because he doesn't like PJ Fleck and he was rubbing it in. <laughs> Fleck was asked about it afterwards. He said, Hey, they're his timeouts. They're his to use whenever they want. So I have no problem with it. That's how you handle that. Yeah. Don't let them know that you're angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, the coaches are just sensitive. This time of year, too, they all hate oh, the teams. I'm telling you, mid February, it's like you can clockwork. Some coach or multiple coaches will lose their minds in basketball. Yeah. It's like you guys are being paid millions of dollars to coach a basketball team. Jeez. <laughs> like, Yep. There's a, like you guys have got it made. I know there's a lot of work and stress, but not that much. They're gonna fire Jawan Howard, no. uh, competitive guy, but it's not like he's you no. know. I, I like a good coach battle. Uh, we probably don't need to get physical. I mean, look, half the reason I became a sports writer because I was at the John Cheney John Calipari fight. <laughs> I thought if this is what they do every game, I want to cover this. <laughs> John Cheney came into the post game press conference. Of John, not even the, the handshake line. You can see things getting heated. The late, great John Cheney, love the dude, storms the press conference to try to beat his ass. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> he didn't get to the podium, though. You didn't have it. They didn't actually, they, they, the fists of fury did not fly, right? Only because there were two players there. Yeah. Mike Williams and Derek Kellogg, who's now the coach at LIU Brooklyn, got in the way and he basically got physical with them. And you know what? You know what John Cheney got for t- <laughs> for storming a press conference, putting his hands on two players, and threatening. No, he was threatening to kill John Calipari. And not only that, it was like he might be able to do it. I mean, this wasn't like. I mean, I I don't I don't want to be getting. I don't need John Cheney beating on me, man. That that's <laughs> that guy. There's a lot of fight in that dude. Yes, he got one game. There you go. The 90s were the best, though. Rick Barnes punched a fan when he was the coach at Providence. The fan was from Villanova, was saying some racist stuff and like ran on the court after the game and Barnes punched him. Uh, This was when he was fairly new at Providence, so late 80s. And uh, he was summoned to like breakfast the next day with Dave Gavitt, the commissioner of the Big East. Gavitt chatted with him throughout breakfast or maybe it was lunch. Didn't didn't say anything about it. And on the way, I just put his hand on the back of his neck and said, we can't be punching the fans, Rick. <laughs> that was it. That was it. There was no suspension because it wasn't on TV. Nobody caught it. He, he was nah. asked about his reaction to Howard today, actually. And he said, I, I can't I can't throw any stones. I made plenty of mistakes, you know, referencing yeah. that as, as as a young coach. So, yeah. John Janey extended his apology to everyone for yesterday's unfortunate incident following the basketball game to the Atlantic 10. It just doesn't sound like him at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being the poor administrator, like who's going to go in and tell Cheney he's got to write an apology. <laughs> <laughs> you like and Cal actually became friends after that. I mean, you know, yeah. it was what it was, but I love John Cheney, man. We need more of that. We need more. See, that's the thing. So now, do you have a tale of the tape? You you alluded to a tale of the tape. Well, that was it. I went through it all. This the I, I don't have the. I mean, oh, okay. I thought you had Jawan, like Greg Guard's reach. He's like five eleven. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, guards reach and you I, know. this is my other thing with guard. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he he basically goes in the press conference as well. I don't think uh, Howard understood the rule uh, that you could reset the ten second clock, and I, I don't I don't know whether he knows the rule or not. 
I don't know anything. Like, you, you could throw that out there how we would ever know. But man, like Juwan Howard's like played, he played three years in college, like 18 years in the NBA. He's an assistant coach for in Miami for six years. Like, it's the best run organization in the NBA. Yeah. Coached now, under Pat Juwan, Riley and Juwan and Howard Eric doesn't Spolstra. need a lesson on how the game goes. Uh, you why know? do you assume he doesn't know what the what the rule is? Right. Like yeah. You know, I'm not saying Juwan Howard isn't hypocritical with all this or isn't wrong, but it was like, man, everyone's jumping on Juwan Howard under the rule. I, I mean, that's 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 a lot. That's a lot for me to take. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not buying that one. I mean, how, let me look at how many games. Man made 214 million dollars playing basketball. Well, yeah, that's the other <laughs> thing. He she he's, he he doesn't need the money to coach college basketball. That's for sure. No, he played in 1,208 games in the NBA. You know how damn good you got to be to last that long? Yeah. That, you know, he's in his third year as a head coach. He was an assistant coach for, I think, five years or six seasons. Six, six seasons I believe. I in the six. NBA. And we're going, ah, he probably doesn't know the rule. Interesting. That's, I just, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know whether there's that tension. I, I, who knows what happened? Look, it got everybody fired up for college hoops. <laughs> it did. And now, hey. Phil Martelli has a chance to lead Michigan to the NCAA tournament. We'll see how he can get him through these five games here. But Phil Martelli, the former great coach at St. Joseph's, who was fired there or at least forced out uh, acrimoniously, very kind of bitter ending to a long and and great tenure there. And he's been he's been uh, Juwan Howard's Yoda on the bench uh, at Michigan, and I am sure he will take over the reins uh, with a team that's a bubble team right now. So he's inheriting quite an interesting situation. 14 and 11, 8 and 7. And that's the thing. They got four home games. You know, you could this kind of can screw up the, the, the whole season, right? Um, they made the Elite Eight last year. First, his first year in Michigan, um, they didn't have any uh, March Madness, but he's 56 and 28. We'll see where, where it goes. Uh, you know, I don't think Juwan, last year's run was really impressive. 14 and 3 in the Big Ten. 23 and five. I mean, they had a great year last year. Had a great uh, won, year last year. Won the year. regular big, season Big Ten, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they were number one seed in the tournament, right? I mean, yeah. like they won yeah. the regular, you know. So they, no, he had a great year last year. This year's been disappointment, pretty big disappointment, really. Started the year in the top 10, had two five star recruits come in, but they, they're a little backcourt deficient. Um, you know, it's been Hunter Dickinson and sometimes not a lot else. And, They've missed Franz Wagner, who's you know doing well in the NBA, and this will go one of two ways. I mean, uh, yeah. sometimes these things can really can really rally a team. So we will see. But um, uh, two minutes, two minute minor for roughing. <laughs> no, <There> we <laughs> Wetzel Gay, Wetzel got a fight in. That's good. Don't I remember- do it again, though. You're, you're going to lose your job if this happens. I think yeah. can't happen again. No, can't happen again. It's one of those coincidences that keep happening, like Brad Marchand. That's right, hitting yeah. guys in the face with a stick. I mean, it just tends to happen more yeah. often with certain people. Right. Brad Davison of Wisconsin ending up in various entanglements with other players. Yeah. Right. Grayson, Grayson Allen, yeah. always tripping people. Just legs right. get caught up. It's, it's just an honest mistake. We've, we've had college basketball fights, but we haven't had a good college football fracas in a while. No, like not, since, not since Dan gave the small sample Heisman to the Missouri guy <laughs> in 2020. A little bit before that, we had them. Mike Gundy, Tom Herman fight. Oh, we, okay. That was like a almost. That was just some yelling at each other, yeah. right? Yeah, nobody Pat declared. Nobody. Pat declared Gundy all all mullet, no muscle. muscle. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've seen him in his far on his uh, reality show, like lifting bales of hay and stuff. He's wiry. 
wiring. <laughs> I, I, unless he's got one of his guns out shooting rattlesnakes, I ain't scared of no Mike Gundy. All right. Yeah. All right. He's like that lightweight wrestler in high school that you, you think he could take, but <laughs> I don't know. Once you, once you actually take off the gloves and yeah, right. Right. Yeah. The guy that all of a sudden, like, is you see him at a party lifting a full keg and like, Oh, all right. Oh, wow. Never mind. Okay. Well, not, yeah. This, this I'm not going to mess pretty with him. strong. Yeah. Country strong Gundy over there. <laughs> I always say, do not, uh, if you're at a, like a, a UFC card, they have them at these casinos and stuff, you know, right. You're like MGM. Now they they're over at T-Mobile a lot, but they used to have them at the MGM and the, those lobby bars would be crowded with all these people that were fans, fighter. I mean, everyone would be there, right, the night before. Yeah. They're not the people that were in the fight, but like just the, the, the MMA crowd, right? Right. I'm like, do not get in a fight. I don't care if it's a if it's a woman. <laughs> like if she I do not do yeah. not no. just run the other don't way at all any, times. Yes. Don't fight any of those people. Right. A 115 pound female MMA fighter will, will twist you up and like your yeah, your yeah. leg will be wrapped around your neck and you'll be unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> this is no if a bar room brawl breaks out here just get that go jump through the window like the old western <laughs> probably it's already out by the time you hear this but uh matt norlander reporting wisconsin will abide by whatever punishments the big 10 will be handing down so uh whatever if, if the big 10 suspends anybody they'll go with it but they're not throwing anything else on yeah i think they might 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 you know maybe but whatever hey stand by your guy We'll see what the big, we're still, as of this recording, still waiting to hear from the Big Ten. They're, I think their statement said they were going to be quick. They haven't been quick. Busy designing a playoff. Yeah. <laughs> In non-coach throwdown news, <laughs> college football playoff is not expanding until 2026 at least. This is not a surprise. We've been uh, worried about the fate of the once celebrated college football playoff expansion that was... Uh, hastily pretty much announced and celebrated and then uh, fell apart in classic college football fashion. They got to the one yard line, somehow ran it like a Brian Harson goal line offense. <laughs> Vote was eight to three to go to the plan that everyone used to like. The Big Ten, the ACC and the Pac-12 were the no's. The alliance held solid, although the Pac-12 sent out mixed messages expressing its disappointment that the vote didn't go oh well and and then committing itself to expansion and then uh, but they voted no so not sure how that worked but then again this is college football so what yeah, the what's big 12 is, or the, I'm sorry the Pac-12 has attempted to land on all sides of that issue yeah yeah Pac-12 is playing all sides Bill Hancock the board of managers accepted a recommendation from the management I mean you know we're already two when we're two groups in this statement, let's see, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven words in, and we've already gotten two groups. <laughs> and neither of which I know what they are. Yeah. You, the you board might have of a... managers and the management committee. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is our problem here. Exactly. You might have an un unfunctioning bureaucracy if <laughs> You've got two boards involved right away. Well, that one board, knows what one board, one okay. committee. Okay, yeah. Board of managers, but the management committee. There you go. So, I mean, I don't know how you get this wrong, Pat. Remember for all those years, they used to say the presidents wouldn't go for it? Yeah. Yeah, and then when you talk to presidents, like, I never really, they never bring it to us. And then, mm -hmm. uh, so this time it was the presidents that wanted to get it done. It was these guys that couldn't do it. They're going to meet again in April. But, you know, nothing will happen there. I mean, look, probably at this point, 
we were going to get the four-teamer for two more years anyway, so this is probably just a two-year delay. Uh, we'll get into all the more ramifications. Yeah, I mean, it, they, these guys have screwed this thing up so many times. At this point, it's like, all right, two more years. I mean, there's a lot changing in college sports. I'm not even, like, upset about it. It's just like, whatever. We get some nostalgia. This is like, uh, we're going to get, like, um, like encore for the band, like the rock band or something. Like, we're going to get, you know, two extra years of... of uh, <laughs> Yeah. Press releases about how New Year's Eve's a good idea for games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two more years, Ari Fleischer, sports publicity, ripping them off with a ski mask and stealing their money just for old time's sake. <laughs> Two more years of the Rose Bowl pretending that they're not the problem. I think it's going to be great. <laughs> Two more years of some athletic director trying to make sense of the eight, you know, igniting a controversy over who's ranked 18th and 19th with five <laughs> weeks to go. Uh, I mean, let's, you really do paint a rosy picture. God, this is going to be fun. Be I can't great. quit you. All right. Yeah. Uh, their, their mistake was announcing it. Like, yeah. again, this is just the worst marketed thing ever. How is what sport has a playoff that everyone hates? This one. That's the only <laughs> one. Really is the only one. And yeah, that like again, like if you go back to June or whenever they came up with this, and all of a sudden they just launched that thing out there in like paragraph 13 of the release, and it's like, wait a minute, what? And then everybody's like, oh. Wow, that's big, and oh, that's good, and oh, think of this, oh, that, yeah, that could be really neat. And then, oh, no, 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 no. So we didn't get everyone involved and have everybody sign off on it, and then we had the the aggression, the border aggression uh, of the annexation of Texas and Oklahoma, and that really sent everything south. And since then, now we've just we've been stuck in this war of wills, war of egos, you know, just absolute obstinacy that is holding back something from the like one of the rare really popular moves they have made with a college football postseason and they're like then they can't do it but that yeah and then they took the, took it away yeah again right. like it's, it's just i don't want to pick on ari fleischer publicity a lot but i yeah, mean what, what the hell yeah i mean like why do you, you have something that everyone hates yet you keep with the brand manager <laughs> And then he screws it up even more by announcing it. And everyone gets excited. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, you're losing that. It's like, you know. That's right. It's like asking Santa, Santa saying you're getting it. And then Santa saying, no, nah, not this year. <laughs> Santa said, well, we talked to the elves and the elves couldn't agree yeah. on how to make it. Right. And it wasn't so even the mind. naughty list yeah. or anything like yeah. that. No, no, yeah. no, it's just, we just didn't get around to making it. Sorry, kid. Greg the red Sankey, wagon. No, couldn't do it. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, I don't think. The new format becomes easier. In fact, it becomes more complicated. It's true because they are starting from scratch. From our perspective, we're given. We're going to have to rethink our position on expansion based on how others approach the conversation that really they initiated. And I don't expect that to get any easier. I think Sankey's pissed that he spent a year coming up with a very, very, very good playoff. Gave plenty for the SEC and had these guys pick it apart and then vote now. Yeah. Oh, I think he's furious. Yeah, I think he's he's kind of made that repeatedly clear. It was clear at the championship. He was blowing steam out of his ears then, and I don't think he stopped. And now, you know, that they've officially pulled the plug on this thing. Yeah. Now it's like, yeah, okay, you had your chance, and maybe out of spite, we'll just not to go along with anything the way you guys didn't go along with anything. Uh, there is no doubt, you know, there is some backlash to the SEC 
that is still being waded through here. But if that's the only reason that people are stopping going ahead with this, I think that's that is, again, college football not looking out for its own best interests as a whole. So I think the SEC has more power now than ever. This was the last play for these other leagues to really claim any say in this. Maybe the Big Ten has some power uh, because they have big TV markets. But right now, the SEC's group is the SEC, the Big 12, Notre Dame, and the five smaller conferences. They can sit there. I think the SEC, particularly if it can pick off the wobbly Pac-12, and add the Pac-12, they could sit there and say, we're doing our own 8- or 12-team playoff. If, you, if, if the others want to join in, if the ACC and Big Ten want to join in, we're going to go with the 12-team playoff that we designed already, or maybe we even make it more, more favorable to us, or you're out. We'll just do 8 on our own. You can't have a national playoff without the SEC. Nope. It can't happen. Haven't have only yet in a 14. It hasn't yet, right. Yeah. And they're only getting stronger. They have options galore now. They could take 16 teams in their league, cancel the SEC championship game, play a three-round 18 playoff within themselves, Yep. and make a gazillion dollars, and then say, we'll play uh, Notre Dame or or the Big 12. Big 12 and Notre Dame could play each other somewhere, and we'll play the winner on uh, New Year's Day at the Sugar Bowl. That's our playoff. Everyone else is out. That would be a salty little deal. And I think the Big 12 and the Notre Dame would go, all right. Oh, they will. Like you want to risk that in Big Ten, and in the moment they have a the SEC says we're doing a playoff. This is the playoff. Ohio State is gonna. They can't sit it out. Right. The recruit yeah. you'll get killed on recruiting, and whatever Ohio State wants, the Big Ten's got to go with it. Get killed on recruiting, like, killed in PR, get, killed in recruiting, killed in revenue, killed in you know yep. revenue. They'll be fine. But I, I just think there's a way for the SEC to get really nasty here. Because these other leagues, Notre Dame doesn't want to join a conference, and Notre Dame needs a viable path to whatever is considered the quote-unquote national title. The Big 12 is, I mean, they got robbed, but they know that the guy that robbed them is their best bit. I mean, you know, it's maybe it's a little sad and pathetic, but this is where we're at. <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome or something like that. <laughs> But if you sit there and say, hey, you know what? This is, you got, we'll, we'll put these others in there. And I, I mean, I don't know. It's not ideal. But particularly if the Pac-12 were to jump, I mean, I, I don't know where, what's the Big Ten going to do? Well, we're going back to playing in the Rose Bowl. We'll just play the, like, the, the SEC has enormous power now. Absolutely. And I don't know you get as good of a deal as you just gave up. The Big Ten was the school, the league that got the most teams in, and I believe the most home games when we, when we gamed it out in the old system, in the system that was proposed. And yet the Big Ten opposed it. Yeah, yeah. I, and here, here's actually, if you want to even add a layer to what the, the SEC power play could look like, you'd have, yes, them do their own little playoff. You take the Big 12 champion. If you bring in the Pac-12, you get the Pac-12 champion. And then you got Notre Dame, and then you have a group of five champion. And so you got those four on one side and the SEC on the other, and you play it out, and the winner of the other side plays the best team from the SEC. Yeah. And yeah. And then the, and Big the SEC 12, Big controls 10. seven yeah. playoff games. Right. All television, oh, home yeah. field playoff games with their 16. They take the top two in every division, winners host, cross it over. It's just the NF, it's the AFC and NFC. Yeah. Right. And then, okay. So everyone plays and, uh, you know, you know whatever. You seat them, you got more home games, you got seven playoff games to sell. 
you're going to get absolutely monstrous things. And the, and the big 10 is going to be standing around going, well, well, we got the road, this flower parade and the sunset just <laughs> phenomenal. And that'll get a nice TV rating. But these guys will be sitting on seven playoff games and then an eighth, or I guess the, the yeah, then an eighth against, you know, Notre Dame yeah. every year, what they're going to wax most years. And then they crown themselves national champs. Yeah. All good. And the- the Big Ten can crown the Rose Bowl winner as the national champion. Yeah, Ooh-hoo. I mean, we can go back to that. Yeah, but like, yeah. that's going – guess what kids are going to want to play in? Of course. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that's it and I th- coming off of this. But I, Greg Sankey and these guys have got a couple years to come up with, take this or we're going this way. We have a nuclear option here. Yeah. And they've and- got some nice allies in the Big 12 and Notre Dame that are willing to basically back them at this point. Yeah. And they, yes, and and quite frankly, yes, I mean, the, from the sound of it, Sankey is angry and motivated. So, you know, if he's now saying, yeah, we may just pull out of the the whole thing, you know, pull out of our support for an expanded playoff, and then, yeah, why not just pull out of the whole thing and do your own deal? Uh, I, I don't think all this would happen, but it's it's interesting to think about because they do have all the chips. They got a lot of chips. chips. They got yeah. a lot of them. I don't know if all, but they got a lot. I mean, it would not be as good. Mm-mm. But all you're doing is delaying this two years. You you pulled the cord. You went nuclear on your side to delay a very equitable 12-team playoff by two years. Yeah. I mean, look, next season and the season after, we're going to be under the, the current right. deal. They just can't. Yeah. May, maybe if they moved heaven and earth, they can get that. It would have been three. But it's not like you just secured a 10-year package. And you right. just, or you, you kick this can down the road a long time. No. You kick it thing. down the road two years, and yeah. now who knows what power you've got? Right. Who knows if the ACC gets back in the playoff next year? No. That's who knows that- if the Pac-12 keeps sitting out? Notre Dame is get Notre Dame is recruiting at a level that they can get in again. Keep getting in. Sure. So isn't USC, but you know, like not yeah, but- great. No, I'd say the chances are more likely than not that the Pac-12 is not getting in those two extra playoffs. You know that they could have given themselves could have given themselves a much better chance, and now, yeah, I don't, I don't know they that there's a long term plan. The alliance, I don't think, has thought this through and has got this like, well, this is how we're gonna we're gonna checkmate the SEC. But remember, they looked each other in the eye, Dan. I I did. Well, they did, and they looked each other in the eye, and they all jumped off the cliff together. Yeah, they did. They Thelma and Louise right off the cliff. I want a national tournament. I want all the leagues to have a shot. I want football to be good in all regions of the country. Mm -hmm. I don't want the Big Ten boxed out. I don't want the. I don't want league. I don't want the a pit winning the ACC and not getting. No one will remember in in six months. Right. And right? Kenny Pickett then sitting out the bowl game. Yeah. yeah, it's Kenny Pickett sitting out the bowl game. Like, nothing happening. Like, I don't want all that. I want a real playoff, and we had a real playoff, and it's going to happen. You can't – it's not going to stop. And now you've given that up, and, okay, you played your card, but what – to what now? You just now have to hope the SEC comes back and offers the same deal? Well, why would they? They yeah. have a chance to bust it up. Maybe if they sit there and go, all right, we got 20, you guys – uh. Why don't we just say, look, this is going to be our playoff, and maybe we need to go to 24. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing now. Yes, as you said, they have two extra years to do nothing but scheme of ways that to to improve themselves. And Well, they probably win the title anyway. Right. And so they could, they could make a, a really dramatic power play here if they just could look – if Sankey sat back and said, let's just destabilize everybody and go get – 
the eight next best teams and create the, the superpower division. And, you know, we talk about like, it's really hard to lead the Big Ten because for all the football money there is, they're part of this, you know, uh, research yeah. you know, uh, consortium that's worth hundreds of millions of dollars and all the different things. And there's a lot to it and recruiting of, of students. And, you know, there's just a lot going on. It's, it'd be very, very hard. What, who the heck knows? I know this, like you cannot recruit unless you have a path to the title. We can right. talk NIL. We can talk TV. We can talk budgets. We can talk anything you want. But at some point, kids want to go play for the national championship. That's why they're all going the SEC now. It is. But if yeah. your league is playing in something else. Yeah. Good luck. You know, look at look at Gonzaga basketball. They're signing number one players in the country because they their league stinks, but they're going to get to play in March Madness. Now, if they're not sure. in March Madness, they can't get they can't get Chet Holmgren. Right. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. They're going they to Jaylen Final Fours. Right. They're ranked number one. And it's yeah, that's that's what's drawing the players there. See so that you can compete for a national championship at Gonzaga. And yeah, the the schools that are giving away the most important selling chip, I don't understand. I, I really, really don't. We will see. If they it'll be very, very interesting to see if the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac twelve get as good of a deal in two years or so when they announce the new deal, maybe three years. Because, I mean, again, it's, it's just so quick. They're going to start negotiating this soon. Yeah, right. And so in under two, you know, it might be literally less than two years from now, 20, uh, 22 months from now, they announce what they're going to do in 2026, 27 seasons, the fall of 2026. I don't know. We will see if they did it, but I, 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 I'm, I'm intrigued. There's plenty of people who uh, have concepts that do not want to, uh, you can secretly call me and explain what the hell your little plan is. Tell me how this is all going to be okay for you. It might be. I just can't fathom it at this point. I haven't heard anyone explain it to me. So. And yeah, I, I just, all the more, I would love to be in the room and hear what the level of, uh, of acrimony is and frustration and what, you know, what do Kevin Warren and Jim Phillips and George Kleokoff say when they're asked, like, why, why are you stopping this? I mean, are they, are they offering compelling answers or is it just we're not playing ball with you? I, I don't know. Uh, how about this? Uh, the Big Ten, uh, their media deal runs through 2022, 23, uh, and they have an exclusive no a negotiating window with ESPN. Uh, Sports Business Journal said uh, it could likely get to one billion dollars per year for their for their TV rights for all sports. Uh, that's double more than double the 440 million currently paid by Fox and ESPN. The one thing Big Ten has done very smartly is take short deals yeah. and watch the market go up. Yep. The ACC is the one that's sitting there for, was it 2037? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> ACC locked themselves into like a terrible mortgage, you know, forever that they can't even renegotiate. Yeah. There is, uh, you know, it, 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 the SEC did that once. Remember their CBS mm -hmm. deal was worth like mm -hmm. nothing. So, you know, there is talk NBC might jump in and package it around Notre Dame. CBS could be in ESPN. There could be all sorts of a different thing. The Big Ten is not as good football wise competitively as the SEC, but as massive television markets puts out huge games. The big noon games have been big. Yeah. Big uh, alumni bases, big alumni, big brands, the whole thing. Yeah. Right. But how much would this play into like, what the hell's your plan? I mean, I, if I'm if I'm ESPN, if I'm dropping a billion on these guys, I want an out claw. I want a clause out if they don't get like a favorable spot in a playoff. Sure, 
No, I, I, I would think the, the actual contract work is going to be really complex, intense, uh, full of those sort of things like, like leverages out, uh, buyout or, or reason ways to get out unless things are actually done in a way that's kind of advantageous for everybody, which is another reason it's going to take a few years probably to work all this out. First of all, yes, who is which media properties are interested? And then B, how does it break down? And then what sort of safeguards do the media companies get for their investment, their massive investment here? In not so good Big Ten business news, uh, Urban Meyer's Pint House <laughs> is, is going under. <laughs> it's going to get a what new a name. Shame. We were going to have a live pod there week one. <laughs> watch all the games. <laughs> Lasted about nine months or as long as his NFL coaching career. <laughs> we have no idea what happens to that one young lady. Yeah. Uh, where Urban goes to get his grind on now when he's home. <laughs> Hopefully not a steakhouse. That was just a weird move regardless. I've never been there, but. But that's, you know what? You know, it's bad when you got to take Urban's name off some something in Columbus. Things have gone. Things have soured. I mean, no, it the, the, it just got okay. That place was designed for like middle aged guys, right? I uh-huh. mean, or what? Urban Meyer's name as a brand. You don't open a bar with Urban Meyer. Uh, although maybe we maybe this has changed now. You don't you don't open <laughs> as like a nightclub hoping to get like twenty one year olds, right? Right. No. 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 Like it's it's it, that's not the brand. The brand no. is like. Yeah. You know, a bunch of rich suburban guys sitting yep. around talking about how much they hate Michigan. That's exactly. And eating some steak. Go in and, and, and order a $58 steak. And none yeah. of their wives are letting him go to this place now because it's like a gentleman's club or something. <laughs> like they don't know what it is. And I think that's I, this is my take. I mean, the Yelp reviews are either one star or like 14 stars. And I don't want to know what happened with the 14. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, it, 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 you you have to now say we're just going to the chop house. That's that's you know leave, leave <laughs> we'll everything go in else that out. Urban, the, yeah, right. The champagne room. <laughs> Does Urban go anymore? Is he allowed in? I would think not. Like, I mean, it's pretty basic stuff. You know, short rib nachos. Yeah. How much? How much yeah. for the short rib nachos? Eighteen. That's a shareable. It's a shareable. Yeah, yeah, that's shareable. Better be shareable. Nashville hot. That's like LA prices in Ohio, man. I ain't going there. Buckeye <laughs> cheesecake. What does it cost for a draft beer there, Dan? Oh, the petite filet is $39. Yeah, that's that's not an uh, outrageous. Let's see. The beer oh, menu is, uh, let's see what we got. $6 yingling draft. $7, you can get a Pacifico or a Stella. $7 Columbus for a Pacifico? No. That's a no. Uh, well, they also got the Sam. I got Angry Orchard, Guinness. Yeah, I, I, I don't like the selection already. I No, I'm totally Columbus down Columbus Brewing place. Company, I don't know. The B-O-D-H-I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, right. O-H. I've, I've they the just Bode. stand around in there getting drunk, yelling O-H-I-O. That's it. <laughs> I'm sure. Playing Hang On Sloopies, the only song on the, <laughs> the jukebox. <laughs> Uh, no, you're describing the $4 yingling place down the street. That's where we need to go is the Hang On Sloopy yeah. Jukebox. This place sounds like overpriced nachos, and I, I'm out. Yeah. Eddie George has a place in Columbus. Six, I've, I've eaten at that. Six several. bucks, you get a 16-ounce Miller Lite, Coors, Mick Ultra, Bud Light, or Bud. I know. If, if you want to go, well, you know. it's dead now. Yeah. Go to, go to Eddie George's place. It's better, probably. Uh, all right. Um, the uh, most sent to a story. It combines multiple things here. 
uh, our Fat Bear Week. It is not Fat Bear Week. No, but uh, and this this guy, uh, a five hundred pound bear in uh, in California, actually would not be fat enough to win Fat Bear Week. No, I believe those I mean, guys we got are a bit much some bigger. of those are over over a thousand, right? Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is a well, big it's bear. Mostly bear versus black bear. Right. If there were right. among black bears, he'd be a large black bear. California's yes. a big state, but don't mess with Alaska. That's right. A lot That's of people right. are like, I want to enter this guy. Uh, but a 500-pound yeah. bear is terrorizing a uh, community in South Lake Tahoe, California. It is a 500-pound nuisance bro- has broken into more than two dozen homes to rummage for food, leaving a trail of damage behind. Hank the Tank. Hank I love the it. Tank is his name. <laughs> So far, nobody has been able to deter Hank. This is from the New York Times. I I think we're bringing all of this crap mainstream. We now have the New York we Times are. writing no, about I, fat bears. Look again. We got the tap water introduced in the Super Bowl dialogue. Now we're getting fat bears talked about by the New York Times influencers right here. Uh, the local fish and wildlife guy says uh, they've tried to haze the bear with paintballs, bean bags sirens and tasers but he is too drawn to humans and their food to stay away easier to find leftover pizza than go in the forest said mr tierra of the uh, peter tierra indeed it is i never go looking for food and sake <laughs> he's unstoppable i mean this is like blocking vince wilfork you cannot you cannot move him you can't keep him out. They are trying to trap him. This bear has lost all fear of people, says Mr. Tira. It's a potentially dangerous situation. They're probably they're going to kill this thing. They're going to euthanize him. That's I don't know. But yeah, yeah, that is. Uh, he didn't get fat like that eating berries and grubs. Well, go up to <laughs> Alaska. This guy's just like, yeah, he's just bra- I mean, he's breaking into the home. How about that? Yeah. Would there be a more terrifying damn thing than coming downstairs? like middle of the night and you walk through your kitchen and there's a damn bear with the fridge open. I will tell you this one time we were at some friends cabin in uh, the wind in the mountains of North Carolina near Asheville. We went out to dinner. We came back. Cabin had been ransacked by a bear, a black bear uh, fur all over the place. Refrigerator open whipped cream. <laughs> all over the place yeah yeah whipped cream uh-huh yeah the bear had a big time with the whipped cream and then left and then left ate smashed and grabbed and ran what had you break a window or open the door through the kitchen window left it open yeah and oh my bear God. had some was mobile agile hostile and liked whipped cream <laughs> yep ah, okay i'm heading to the holiday inn on after that <laughs> trip it was uh yeah. I mean, it's terrifying. Yes. I mean, you walk in and there is stuff like all over. You're like, oh, my gosh, what was this like? I feel but bad right. for Hank the Tank. Tank's just getting some dinner. He should be able I to know. like they should let him be able to hang out behind the Taco Bell or something and like get food every night or something. There you go. You know, give give Hank his give Hank his space. Um, But yeah, like 500 pounds. He'd be like a he'd be like a welterweight bear in Fat Bear Week. You know, if they oh, yeah. weight classes. They have a picture of Hank. Uh, yeah. I, I, this is the stuff that I find hysterical. Is like Hank does not know 
that his picture has been taken or that pictures exist and been sent around the world on the New York Times front page of the New York Times and the New York Times Twitter feed, which has 51.6 million followers. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is this Hank walking and he, like, <laughs> local celebrity, people now, all over the world. Now Hank global. Just, yeah. Hank wants some uh, leftover Red Baron. <laughs> so Cal hasn't had a live mascot since 1941. Oh, Cal Bears. Yeah. Lake Tahoe, Northern California. Can we just move him over to Berkeley? Have you know, Mike has that two million dollar palace that he lives in down in Baton Rouge. Why don't we they they have plenty of money up there in Berkeley? Why don't they Well it's a great idea, except they never want to spend any of their money on athletics in Berkeley. So two million for a tiger at LSU, absolutely. Two million for a bear yeah, cow. Eh. He could be like he could. You could also make him like the animal science mascot. The school. There'd of be protests. There'd be protests. It's a wonder that even the bear logo hasn't been canceled. <laughs> That's true. There were protests last time Tennessee played up there in 2006, which is John Jackson. You know, the Wizard of Returns, that famous game. There were naked people up in the trees. Of course, uh, to keep them from cutting down the trees. Yeah. 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 Maybe Ole Miss calls themselves the Black Bears sometimes, right? Maybe you can go to Mississippi. Maine. Maine has Black Bears. Maine. Maine. Absolutely. Hank the Tank. Hank's probably used to the Cali lifestyle, though. He might be. <laughs> Get him some you weed. Know. He gets the munchies. And, <laughs> and just enjoy a nice later. weather. Yeah. Yeah, it's all making sense now. <laughs> Poor Hank. I want Hank to live. Make a run for it, Hank. So the Bear <laughs> League has reached out to the California Fish and Wildlife Department, and they they could potentially reloc relocate him. They're looking to okay. not kill him. Quick, uh, quick. I guess would you eat it? Bizarro McDonald's in China, Chinese McDonald's. Yeah, is Which launching. Really, let's be honest. I wouldn't have made it through the 08 Summer Olympics in Beijing without the McDonald's there. Yeah, it, it, it McDonald's. I mean, wherever you are, McDonald's comes yeah. through. Yeah. yeah, losing McDonald's as an Olympic sponsor was a big blow to the dining options of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of uh, of the uh, sorted uh, officials and, and coaches and everybody. Uh, I remember uh, the athletes. I remember in, in 2018 summer or winter Olympics when the men's USA men's curling won, they were going to McDonald's to celebrate that Matt yep. Hamilton uh, was oh, yeah. going to get a McFlurry to celebrate <laughs> his gold medal. <laughs> Nothing more American. <laughs> so McDonald's is offering the cilantro Sunday. A cilantro Sunday. Is Say a that again. Cilantro idea. Sunday. A cilantro Sunday. Now, this Sunday, if you look at it, uh, we have very little information, but we do have a picture. It is ice cream, apparently, some kind of green uh, sort of like syrup, and then actual cilantro leaves on top. <laughs> like you're getting roughage in your Sunday. Now, Sundays sometimes have bananas, right? Or like cherry. You get fruit in there, but I've never seen it with cilantro. What is, I did not think of, I think cilantro, I think like Mexican food. Of course, that's, you know, a burrito topping, a taco topping. Yeah, not, I also do not think of dessert. No, it's not supposed to be on ice cream or a Sunday of any kind. No, no, I look, I'm sorry. Uh, that's got to go. Let it le Or at least just keep it in China. There's a response underneath the tweet where there is a chili paste pork ice cream from thailand at one point too <laughs> what? so I'm, okay. I'm actually more about that because yeah. I, I like i like a little spicy pork i could see the sweet spicy barbecue kind of 
get down with that maybe but no, yeah not a not, not, not a giant cilantro. Ty- not cilantro yeah, yeah no. they really do got some oh they also have the bloody sunday what <laughs> that sounds oh my god that's that's a youtube sunday song. wait a minute sunday bloody sunday that's that's a u2 song i know i know what <laughs> oh this this thread gets boy this thing goes in all sorts of directions <laughs> who knew how bizarre sundays could be huh uh, i'm not touching that i'm not having a cilantro sunday i'm i'm a no on would you eat it yeah i'm a no i'm a no that's a no I, my thing like i have a hard time telling cilantro apart from parsley like when you're trying to buy it and if i actually if i accidentally get like a parsley sundae, I think that would even be worse. I don't know. I don't want either one. I want no green leafy vegetables on my sundae, period. Yeah, I, it's, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I, I don't know what that's, I don't know. But hey, uh, clearly they've market tested. McDonald's doesn't make a lot of mistakes now. This is the scary thing. <laughs> Generally, McDonald's knows what you want before you know what you want. <laughs> So you think they're, they're, they're test not, driving this in China and then bringing it over? Well, not the other one, thing. They just launched they, Philander and C2, and they, they, they must have tested that. And I guarantee you that those those aren't selling. So that's they're, a little bit of a scam. I figured this out. You know, that, 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 that can often come with some assembly required. Some assembly required? They yeah, just they give just, you the patties and you got to put it together? They get, You buy the, 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 the land, sea, and air, if you guys did not listen previously, is a McDonald's, uh, I don't know, a menu hack where you get the big mat no the double cheeseburger and then you get a chicken mcchicken sandwich and then you get a filet fish and you basically split the two the two cheeseburgers and you lay in the the chicken and the fish and that's you get the land is the beef and the air is the chicken <laughs> even though they're, the sea, they're course, poor the flyers but yeah yeah what a <laughs> it's mcdonald's you know um <laughs> i don't i mean they should have caught Mc, Mc, the, the Hamburglar, but they never did. I mean, nothing really makes sense over there. Um, how did he get his reign of terror going so long? Hank the Tank, they're going to they're gonna take down, but not the Hamburglar. Anyway, yeah, what if you order it, some people are saying they'll just give you the three sandwiches. So it's just a way to trick you. Uh-huh. And yeah, like it's, D, you know, it's DIY. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I know. I want them to make it. Yes. I don't... I don't want to make it myself. I want no. them to make it. I mean, so yeah. You Plus, you can take... have extra buns, and it's just a mess. Right. I mean, especially if there's, like, pickles or tartar sauce on the fish, and you got to maneuver around that. Like, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. Well, that is it. I don't know. I'm eating it. But I will say this. There is 1.4 million potential customers in China, and McDonald's is rolling this out, and they think that the that that consumer in those markets will eat cilantro on top of a Sunday, I think they'll probably be right. Well, again, if it comes to these shores, I, I will have to see people eating it to believe that it has any chance of success. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see. All right. That's uh, we'll end on. Uh, would you eat it? I, we got a lot of other news of the weird, but too much stuff, Pat. Too much too stuff much. happens. We got to get more college hoops going too. the last. Uh, we got a couple weeks here. So, yep. Yeah. Like I said, though, the, I mean, Teams are reaching the breaking point. There's going to be stuff happening. We'll have things to talk about. Okay. So any coaches still listening, you want to get in a scrap with somebody, try to do it around our pod schedule. We're going to tape again (laughs) on Thursday. Yeah. So so Wednesday night, if you want to throw down. Yeah. Wednesday night would be great. Mm -hmm. Wednesday night would be great. Don't do it Thursday night. Then we got to get lost in the weekend. (laughs) So be safe out there in the handshake line. It's dangerous. Uh, Thank you for listening. Continue to support us. 
share with your friends and uh, share us on social media and uh, subscribe and all those other things I'm supposed to say. Sully wants me to say that I always forget. Talk to you later. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.